Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Bless your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. And the Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Oh God, like it, Jesus. Bless your name. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, yes, Lord. Thank you. Mm, mm, mm. Mama, mama, God. Your blood, your blood, your blood. Yes, oh, Lord. God. Oh, yes, God. Lord, thank Jesus. you. Hallelujah. The blood, the blood, the blood. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We sprinkle in the atmosphere. Thank you, Jesus.
something is wrong. Even Jesus cried, these things I do, you should do also. Well, Jesus cried over Jerusalem because he saw the desolation of the nation because of their deeds and actions. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I cry because I see where America is heading. I see the destruction of our children every day. And I'm not talking about little babies only, but I'm talking about our young adults and our elder adults, God's children. He loves them. He adores them. He died for them. Better yet, rose for them. And what we are operating with, the majority of the congregation's leadership, is not good enough. What we're doing is not good enough. What do you mean? Well, yesterday's anointing doesn't work for today. We need a double portion of what we had. We need a double dose of God's Holy Ghost. Can I have an amen from somebody? We need a double dose of God's Holy Ghost, of his Holy Spirit. God gives Rodney Taylor double dose. I need it. I will never, never say. And he blessed me to do and perform miracle signs and wonders, but I yet need a double dose of that. I'm not satisfied. Because I know what I have to deal with. I know the warfare that I have to deal with. I have to have his presence. I have to have him uh, uh, um, to to minister to me. I'm lost with that. He's all I got. He's all I have. And thanks to God, he's more than enough. Let's turn to Second Kings. Those of you that have your Bibles, and we're going to go to the second chapter. I'm going to read about seven verses or six verses, something like that out of this. Seventy-six verses. And I'm going to start at verse 8, Second King, the second chapter, verse 8. And it reads as follows. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thy ask a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it shall, and it shall come to pass as they still went on and talked that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven, and Elisha saw it, and he cried, My father, my father, the chariots of heaven, I mean the chariots of Israel, and a horseman thereof, and he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah and fell, uh, that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smoked the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? 
And when he had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elijah went over. One last verse that I'm going to read, the 15th verse says, And when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elijah. And they came to meet him. And bowed themselves to the ground before him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your holy word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to empower me to be able to uh, minister your word with power and clarity. Possess me, Holy Spirit. Let the seed of your word um, dwell in the deep, rich soil of your people's spirit. Let it revelate to their soul, their mind, their intellect, reasoning, decision, feeling, free will, and, 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 and to the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm, so that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, better yet rose again for justification, redeeming us from the curses of the law of sin and death. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for sending back your Holy Spirit that we may be greater witnesses unto the Lord Jesus Christ and to be able to preach your gospel and that miracle signs and wonders may be done as well as divine healing in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Oh, Father, oh, Father, oh, Father, let your people understand that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church this day. And I thank you, Father, for doing it in the name and by the blood of Jesus. Now, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, I pray and let the body of Christ say amen and amen. God bless you, daughter. So happy to see you. Uh, Prophetess Eleanor, the little powerhouse. I thank God for you. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about receiving a double portion of the Spirit of the Lord. Not of Elijah, but the Spirit of the Lord. But there's some things that we still must understand about um, the mantle. A lot of folks still want you to wear their mantle, which I have ministered before, uh, just like this young preacher said to me when I was living in Houston, Texas, if you be under my ministry, my mantle will fall upon you. You will inherit my mantle. And I looked upside his head like he was crazy because I knew that his mantle wasn't good for me. When Jesus already gave me his mantle, which is the Holy Spirit. Oh. And people get beside themselves when they get in a little position. They get beside themselves. They think that it's them that is so gifted. No, you're gifted out of a spirit, whether God's spirit or Satan's. This is what folks don't understand. Because gifts and calling comes without what? Repentance. And just because a person is gifted and they can hoop well and they can teach well and, and, and they can prophesy well, but it doesn't mean that it's literally coming from God's Holy Spirit. It might be coming from a spirit, but it may not be God's Holy Spirit. Because when God's Holy Spirit do something, the anointing destroys the yoke, and you would just have to be a rebellion hellion not to receive deliverance under that type of anointing. Amen, somebody. Or oh, ouch. It's okay with the one you want to choose. You have to be a rebellion hellion not to be delivered under such anointing. That's the difference between the real apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and a novice or fake. A novice will get there because they're still growing in their position. But a fake 
Oh, yeah, you can prophesy, you can hoop, you can do all those great little things, but there's no anointing. Gifted, but not anointed. Because the same people you lay hands on raise up to be twice the devil as you are. Same people you prophesied to still have the same lifestyle that they had before you prophesied to them. They're still hooking and crooking and booking. But when God speaks to someone, through someone, it destroys the yoke. How often have y'all seen some yokes destroyed lately? Hmm. That's a great thought, huh? You see some dancing. You see some falling out. You hear a lot of love say the spirit of the Lord. But how often have you seen the yoke destroyed? That's what I look for. Out of the ministry God places in me. Recognizing it is not I, but God who does things through me. It's not I that have all this wisdom, and it's God's wisdom that he operates his wisdom through me when I open up my little finite mouth with my little finite brain. It's the truth. I'm not all that smart, but the Holy Ghost in me is. Amen, somebody. So, therefore, I don't exalt myself like I'm all that in a bag of chips. That's why even when people disrespect me, I can still love them in their face and don't get all prideful. I'm an apostle. You know I can. Those folks need to sit down that does those things. I said it a thousand times. Sit down. Go back to the altar. Because they ain't fighting against me. They're fighting against the Christ in me. They're not trying to take my head. They're trying to take Christ's head through me. The only way the enemy can break God's heart can't hurt him. But the only way that the enemy can break God's heart is causing one of his children to go to hell. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for men, women, and children of this earth. That if we believe in him, we should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. When I look on the scripture, you know, this scripture teaches us about the subject of transferred power or how you can have God's power in your life. It is an old man facing eternity with his great life work coming to an end. He knows by premonition that he's going to be taken up. And by him stand this young man with stars all in his eye. Seeing this old man, uh, Elijah, this great prophet, do all kind of mighty deeds and exploits. He heard his prophetical utterance that came to pass like clockwork. It didn't take 10,000 years for a prophet word to come to pass. He seen it. Hallelujah. He saw the faith and the spirit of God in Elijah's life through which he had done such great things upon the earth. And the old man leans over to, the, to this young man, Elijah, and asks him, uh, before I'm taking up, what do you want me to do for you, Elijah? What is your greatest dream? What? What has been on your heart? What have you been pregnant with? What do you need to burst 
Elijah. <clears throat> Quick flash in a hurry. This young man said, Elijah, uh, hey, I just want to be a portion of the spirit that is, that, that, uh, of your spirit, of your spirit. I need to have a portion of that. Because he knew what he had to deal with. He knew, he knew uh, how crooked the high priest scribes and the Pharisees was. They're supposed to have been the priestly leaders like today. A lot of crook, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers, bishops, elders, overseers, and deacons like it is today, like it was the high priest scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees of that day. Same thing. There ain't nothing new under the sun. Same thing. Just religious. They don't serve Christ as a lifestyle, but as a religion. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Elijah said, son, you had asked a hard thing. Hallelujah. You asked a hard thing. Hallelujah. However, if you see me, when I go up, it will happen unto you. But if not, but if not, it will not happen, son. Now, again, what did Elijah mean when he made that statement? Hallelujah. If you see me, you will have the double portion. But if not, you won't. What do? What do? What do? You get out of it. What does the church truly understand about what he is saying here? Oh, my God. First of all, saints of God, Elijah was talking about his own unshakable conviction to let God be God. Stay in your lane. Stay in your place. Let God be God. When the nation of Israel was backslidden like America, and nothing could bring the people back to God. When the great strong stronghold of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel from hell upon the nation had to be broken and there was no one to stand forth, Elijah appeared before the king and the people and said, How long will ye hop between two opinions? If God be God, let him be God. And he said, you build your altars and call upon your God, and I will call on my God and, and, and the God who will answer by fire, by fire, by fire. Let him be God. You know the story. The prophets of Baal, 480. Calling on Bill, oh Bill, cut and they, 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 until the blood gushed out of their body. They was was cutting on themselves and 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 being mocked by Elijah. Well, where's your God? Is he on a long trip? Quite a little bit louder. Maybe he can't hear you. He might need a hearing aid. Is he in the restroom? He just can't come out now. I don't, I don't know. They began to cut themselves. Hours and hours passed. Hours and hours have passed. And there was no answer. What God wants you to understand, saints of God, Elijah was saying, you can know, you can know, well, shout of a doubt that there is a God, and you can know that God is God. So why do you waver between two opinions of whether he has any power? Why do you let circumstances con you out of your victory? Why do you let other people whisper in your ear to keep you from your destiny like God has no power? 
the false prophet utterly failed in their efforts to prove their God. But when Elijah had prayed, fire came down, streaking from the elements of heaven, consuming the sacrifice, lit up the dust, and drank up the water. The people fell on their faces and cried, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. You've got to come to a moment in your life when you stop halting between two opinions of whether there is a God or whether God is God. There must be a moment when God becomes real to you. And I, hallelujah, can, can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, in my heart, there is a God, and God is God, and surely he's a God of power, and he's a God in the now. What Elijah was saying, saints, Elisha, if you can see me, how I let God be God in my life, then, hallelujah, you can have a double portion of letting God be God in your life. But if not, you can't have it. It will never fall upon you. And the second thing, the second thing, hallelujah, and the second thing, saints of God, hallelujah, Elijah, one of the young men to really see was that Elijah, knowing who his source was, some people think their source is the government, the Democrats or the Republicans. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. As I was saying, Elijah wanted the young man to, to understand and see that, hallelujah, uh, Elijah knowing who his God was. God was his source. God, hallelujah, was his source. And when the prophet, hallelujah, <clears throat> When the prophet said to King Ahab, there shall be no dew or no rain, but according to my word. My God. (laughs) How many is that anointed on this line? That you can go to Biden or Trump and say, there be no rain or no dew, but according to my word. How many seeking God like that, that you could tell your governor, Hallelujah. There will be no rain or no dew uh, except by my word. That's something to think about. Are we just having church or are we the church? That's what God want to know. He said, hallelujah, there will be no rain or no dew. Except by my word, the Lord told him to hide by the book. Nina, you got a lot of noise coming through the noise uh, through, through through the phone. There, can you put uh, um, uh, my my daughter? Can you mute yourself? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yo, you got a lot of noise coming through the through through through, through the phone. Yo, can you mute yourself? Hallelujah, okay. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God had told him he had to flee. Hallelujah. When the prophet said it wouldn't be no rain on the dew, Hallelujah. But according to his word, Elijah had to flee. King Ahab 
Hallelujah. And Queen Jezebel was upset. The Lord told him to hide by the brook. And there he found out that God was his source. The Lord sent the birds to drop bread and meat, hallelujah, to him in the morning and night. And when that stopped, God sent them to a little house whom had only enough meal and oil in her house to cook one meal, hallelujah, one cake before she and her son would die. And I can't stand prophets that use her to get money out of your pockets. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Prophets would use, hallelujah, the scripture to get money out of your pocket. Hallelujah. <laughs> They say, sow a seed for your need. And read this scripture about the woman and the meal. And the, the one cake before she and her son would die. <laughs> I heard it so many times. But let me tell you something. She did not sow a seed out of her need. Because she didn't have enough to meet the need. <laughs> she only had enough for a cake, huh? Not enough to have seven or eight cakes uh, where, you know, all seven and eight of them is needed. She didn't have enough for two or three where that third one will be needed. Hallelujah. She sold her living. Hallelujah. But not to someone that was a fly-by-night prophet. Elijah had a reputation. He had a rapport amongst all that reason, huh? They knew who Elijah was, that he was an anointed man of God. Hallelujah. He just wants somebody to pass a higher. Hallelujah. To 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 do a thousand dollar line, five hundred dollar line, a hundred dollar line, and then they do that fifty fifty split in the back. I'm gonna say it again. Then they do the fifty fifty split in the back. Yeah, I'm I'm exposing the 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 ministerial prayer cards because it's not in the Bible that they do that. God said of tithes and offerings. If you're going to hire uh, have a man or a woman of God to come down, have their honorarium ready and take care of their flight, their hotel room, and their food. Hallelujah. Round trip flight at that. In other words, you hold the revival yourselves if you can't afford to take care of the man or the woman of God that comes in, period. Hallelujah. Don't put them in that position. That's a sin before God because it's not written, whether you like it or not. Truth anyhow. Elijah said to the widow, you go ahead. Hallelujah. But cook me a little cake first, then cook for you and your son. And the Lord says, the meal in the barrel will not waste, and the oil in the cruise will not diminish until he sends rain upon the earth. And she obeyed the man of God. She released her faith in God. And she looked, hallelujah, to the Lord as her source. God multiplied her seed, the song. And as we read, they ate many days. But look how fast the prophetical utterance came to pass. The Lord said the, the barrel and the crews will not diminish. It didn't take 10 years. It didn't take five years. What's wrong with the anointing now? That's why we need a double portion of God's Holy Spirit. Have anointed you are, the next day ask for a double portion. That next day, ask for another double portion. The day after that, ask for another double portion. Because when he has given us his Holy Spirit, he's given us his Holy Spirit without measure. You're the only one that's putting a measurement on God. You got your ruler or your ruler tape. Throw it away. Crush it. Beat it down with a hammer. And take the limits off your God. Hallelujah. They many days. God was Elijah's source. Hallelujah. Supplying his every need so he could continue doing his work. Not Elijah's work. 
Huh. Elijah was doing God's work. Huh. When Elijah had defeated King Ahab and brought the nation back to God, huh, a contract was put out on his life. Huh. Again, the man of God had to flee. Huh. And, hallelujah, he went many days' journey and came to a lonely area. There he fell down and said, God, huh, I'm no better than my father. They persecuted them and they are persecuting me. They, hallelujah, uh, take my life, hallelujah. I tried to change things, uh, but I failed. Uh, I can't, hallelujah. And they are trying to kill me, and he fell asleep. Uh, he fell asleep in his agony and in his worry and in his stress. Uh, but in the next day, hallelujah, early in the morning, Elijah had awakened up to a beautiful meal uh, that had been cooked on the coals of fire by an angel from heaven. Uh, this happened twice, and, and Elijah rose up and ate uh, and went in the strength of the angel for 40 days. Uh, he didn't have, hallelujah, any human resources for that particular trip. Uh, Elijah had only to put his trust in God uh, as his source. Uh, now, Elijah was saying to the young man, Elijah, if you could see me as I look to God as my source, uh, you will have him as your, as your source. Uh, you will have a double portion of God's resources and his source. But if not, hallelujah. You won't have it. But if not, who's your source? Is God your source? Or is your social security check? Is God your source? Or is it the welfare department? Is God your source or is it that job that you're on? Is God as your source or is it, hallelujah, social security, a disability check? Is God your source or is it the Democrats? Is God your source or is it the Republican? Is God your source or is it the independent? God is my source. He's all I know. From childhood. I, I did a lot of I, I did I did a lot of wrong in life, man, growing up. Hallelujah. But once I learned him, he has been my source. He's all I have. He's all I got. And let me tell you, saints of God and those who are thinking about giving your life to Christ, he's more than enough. I have never lacked. Even when it appeared that I was lacking, he provided. He's my source. And if you can see God, hallelujah, Elijah, Elisha, if you can see God as my source, then you will have God in a double portion to be your source. Hallelujah. Do you think when man fails you, saints of God, and forsake you or when what you have done doesn't work, that it means it's all over for you? Psych. That's a life in a pit of hell. You have to understand. Uh, without a test, you don't have no money. No test, no money. You got to go through a test to have the money. Then you can put them together and put, have a testimony. You got to go through the trials. You got to go through the tribulation. You got to go through pressing times with a single eye on God. Quit wavering between two opinions. Oh my God. Quit wavering between two opinions. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now, this is, is, is a saying something tremendous to you and I. Uh, who is your source? Hallelujah. It's not all over for you. Uh, what God is saying, what, what, what Elijah was saying, let God be God in your life. Understand that God of limitless, hallelujah, resources is the uh, source of your supplies. 
If one door closed, the Lord will open up another. God will make a way for you uh, where there is no way. If you trust, if you trust, if you trust Him as your source and not how to leave your so-called education, that could take you so far. But God is your source. And long as God is your source, God has millions of resources. And he will lead you to them if you make him your source. Then the third thing that Elijah uh, meant when he told Elijah, if you see me when I go up, uh, you will receive a double portion of my spirit was this. Uh, Elijah understood that there is a still small voice of God in every heart. Elijah went upon a mountain and into a cave, and suddenly the sky was ripped by a mighty storm. The thunder and the lightning, the rain and the wind, and the noise rushed then there was an earthquake that shook the mountain. Uh, it was a terrible time of confusion and fear in the man of God's life. But God was not in it. The Bible said God was not in it. Thank you, Jesus. In the midst of all that, Elijah racked his face in his mantle and inside himself. He heard by faith the small voice of God. Uh, rise up, Elijah, and, and, and leap up from the confusion uh, of the storm and from everything that is going wrong. Uh, and Elijah had resumed his life uh, with power and great success. Uh, Listen, saints of God, there's an awful lot of confusion in the world today. You can see the closing of, 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 of the end time, how Christ is soon to return. Things are breaking down. You read, hallelujah, on the front pages, or read on your computer, hallelujah, of, the, of all the trouble that is in the world today. You hear more bit news on the newscast, and you look around and things aren't happening right. Things are uh, aren't happening right for you. Hallelujah! And the storms of it all seems to drown out the voice of God. Uh, even in the church house, uh, folks slandering and backbiting and cussing one another out and sleeping with the sheep, having a wife and a girlfriend, wife and a boyfriend, and all this dumb stuff. All this confusion, confusion, confusion going on in our midst. Uh, but the devil is a lie. Let me tell you something, saints of God, uh, that he who spins the universe, scoop the mountains, hallelujah, uh, the, the scoop out the bed for the ocean and flung the stars, hallelujah, with his fingertips and sculpt the mountain peaks out of you, speaks inside of you and I today in a still small voice, and I continue to hear his still small voice deep down inside my spirit man, deep down inside my soul. What are you hearing? Are you getting away from all the noise, your neighbors and, and your even relatives, and get alone with God one-on-one without somebody calling you. Turn the cell phone off. Turn the TV off. Turn the radio off and let God talk to you. Turn the gospel music off. Turn the gospel tape off. And you get before the Lord in silence and let God talk to you. Listen for that still Benny Hinn ain't the only one catching Revelation, not T.D. Jakes. No Ryan Hard Bunky and Rod Parsley. They're not the only one get a Revelation. You, if you have the Holy Spirit of the living God living inside and abiding in you, you can catch a Revelation too. You are just an, as anointed because God don't have a respect per person. Amen, I ask, but truth anyhow, the secrets that most uh, 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 sleepful ministers don't want you to know, you just as anointed. These signs can follow them that believe, not just the preachers, them. That means all who believe. That means you. Somebody say, that means me. Hallelujah. You got to know your Holy Ghost rights. Thank you, Jesus. 
That's right. Yes, it does. It means you. Thank you, Jesus. It means you. You have to understand it means you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Elijah was saying, Elijah, if you can believe that God still speaks, you will hear his still small, you hear a double portion of his still small voice inside of you. Hallelujah. You can have, and then you will still have, hallelujah, a double portion of his power. If you can believe, hallelujah, if you see me when, when I go, if you can see it and if you can believe it, you will have a double portion of it. And thanks to the Most High God, if God spoke then, he speaks to us today. We think back on how he spoke to men like Elijah, hallelujah, and other people in the Bible. But it's meaningless unless we understand that God speaks to you and I today. Elijah was saying, hallelujah, that the power of God in his life was transferable. Hallelujah. Elijah was not God's power. He had God's power, but it did not leave the earth when he had went up. He did not take it with him. It was not his. Neither did it diminish when he went up. There you and I can have it today. Therefore, you and I can have it right now at this moment, at this tick of the clock. Elijah, if you see me in this move of the Spirit, if you can see me in my understanding to let God be God, if you can see me to make God my source and make him your source, hallelujah, to listen to a still, small voice in a, in a man and know that God's power is transferable and will never diminish. If you can see this, if you can believe and release your faith for it, the double portion of Power will be given unto you, but if not, it won't. Church, what God is revealing uh, to us right now, like He was revealing to Elijah through Elisha through Elijah, if we can concentrate upon letting God be God, if we can look upon God as our source and total supply, and not man or materialistical things or anything else in this world. If we, in the midst of confusion and loud noise of the world, can settle down and let the still, small inner voice of God speak to us, if we, hallelujah, can have this great power of God in our lives uh, while they were standing there, my God, pondering upon everything that was being said to them, hallelujah, while they were standing there by the riverside, Elijah took his mantle and stepped over to the Jordan and smoked the waters, and the water began to trouble the water began to part to the right and to the left-hand side, and they walked across on dry ground. You see, as they stood there talking, a whirlwind came up and a chariot of fire, hallelujah, drawn by horses of fire appeared. And Elijah hopped on, and, and away he went, the first space journey, hallelujah, uh, uh, greater than NASA. It didn't cost a dime. There was no overhead or a budget. It was a free ride. Then God just touched the shoulder of Elijah as he went up, and his mantle fell down and came twirling down, hallelujah, from space, hallelujah, right in front of the young man, Elijah. And he taken, and, and Elijah had taken his own, hallelujah, out of garment and ripped it into two pieces and threw it to the side and he picked up the mantle of the man of God and walked over to the water's edge and he asked the question uh, where is the Lord God of Elijah? He didn't say where is God's Elijah? He said where is Hallelujah, Elijah's God, no longer his mind was on the man, his mind was on the man's God. Too long the church mind has been on the man, on Apostle Tate, Prophet Tate, 
evangelistator, my God, pastorator, honorable shape, bishop, elder, overseer, take. You see where I'm going. I'm not calling out nobody's name. I'm using my own. Hallelujah. Deacon Tate. Hallelujah. Uh, too, too long your mind been on your leader. When your mind should be on God. If your leader's not pointing you to God, he's not a leader. He's a leech. He's, he's a leech to your spirit to keep you from your destiny. And know that if he's not pointing to God and pointing to him or how anointed he is and not the anointed one and his anointing, something is going to run for your life. Don't sit under that mess. You better run for your life. Jesus paid a horrific price to make you anointed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear you, God. That's why we have to have a double portion of his Holy Spirit. Each day that we woke up, God, I need a double. Because the enemy has turned up the heat. He's trying the patience of the saints. Your warfare is going to get greater. I don't care who you are. Your warfare is going to get right on the calendar. There's a prophetical utterance. Your warfare is going to get greater because we are at the end time. And Satan is trying to take as many people with him, hallelujah, that he can because he knows that he has nothing but a short time now. And he's trying to take as many to hell as he can. Warning, warning, warning. Hallelujah. You better ask God, hallelujah. For a double portion of Christ's Holy Spirit, hallelujah, the mantle of the Lord, hallelujah, not man's mantle, my mantle, not good enough from you. I'm an ex-dope dealer, I'm an ex-dog, I'm an ex-gunslinger, I'm an ex-cusser and a fusser, ex-weehead, uh, ex-alcoholic, I drunk uh, uh, my Hennessy and my beer like a fish. My mantle, not good from you. Yes, I had to be saved by grace through faith like every one of you. I had to come by way of the cross like every preacher on this earth. Can I be transparent? We all, hallelujah, was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. We all have to repent and believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. And if a preacher had like he haven't, he's a fake and a fraud because we all had to come by way of the cross of Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ Jesus our Lord. Ask for the devil portion. Lord, give me a devil portion of what I have now. And the next day, ask for a devil portion of that. And the day after that, believe and ask God for a devil portion of that. We need to, to double up. Because the warfare is great. And the warfare is real. We are fighting invisible forces that only the Holy Spirit of the living God can tell us what's going on. And we have to have the still, small voice of God to instruct us, uh, to whisper in our spiritual ears, the enemy coming from the left, we know the step to the right. The enemy coming from the right, we know the step to the left. If you're coming to the front, that, that, oh, my God, that means that you just got to deal with them head up. And then there's a time to retreat into the arms of the Lord, like Elijah did. He went into the cave, and he learned a lesson in that cave amongst all the noise and the confusion. He learned a lesson that when he wrapped his mantle around his head, when he covered his head, that he heard the still small voice of the Lord and gotten sound instructions. Get away from your friends and family sometimes. Get out of folks' faith. You wonder why you're having trouble with your, with your faith? Because you're around folks too much. Hang out with God. Have, go on a date with your husband, man, Jesus. 
Just you and Jesus. Nobody, no cell phone, no nothing. Just you and Jesus. No kids, no nothing. Just you and a date with Jesus. I double dog dare any of you. And just listen and let him rule you. You thought you was ruling God when you was worshiping him. Telling him how much you love him and adore him. Can he rule you back? Can he tell you, one-on-one, how much he loves you? That you can receive that double portion from him. That one-on-one way he could just embrace you all by himself. Just you and him. No interruption, no cell phone, no TV, no music, no nothing. Just you and God. His voice is your music. It's the melody to the favorite song in your heart. Can you hold hands with Jesus walking down the street? Can you take that Enoch walk? This you and Jesus. If you can't, how can you get a double portion? How can you? Jesus paid a horrific price for you to have it. But it comes with a price. He's just not going to just throw it on anybody. Though every man can get it if they pay the price. What price are you willing to pay? And the only price that you can pay is giving your life for him, crucifying this flesh. Forgiving your uh, brothers and sisters, loving them like you love yourself, and loving God with all your heart, soul, might, strength, with all your and with all your power and might, and loving your brothers like you love yourself. Not allowing bitterness to control your hearts. You need the double portion of the spirit of the Lord. I need it. I'm not going to lie. And I'm a pastor. I go through more trials and tribulations and, and, and headache on the job and, and through some church folk. And the worst ones is the church folk. That claims to be saved. That say I love you with their mouth. And stab you in your back. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. I have somebody. You know what I'm talking about. And you have to love the unlovable on purpose. You get to forgive on purpose. You have to seek God on purpose. You have to obey God on purpose. Because if not on purpose, you don't have a purpose. You have to bless those that curse you on purpose. Do good to them that despitefully use you on purpose. Because if you can't, you're not getting the devil portion. You might be gifted, but you won't be anointed. And it's the anointing that destroys the yoke of a man that causes transformation. Not the gift, but the anointing. The anointing. Destroys the yoke so the man can think right, accept Christ right, live for Christ right. To see Christ's face and not just his hands right. You know, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. He does it right. He don't follow behind the tradition of men like them $100 lines. 
That's tradition of men. Find it in the Bible, then I'll do it. If you can't find it in the Bible, that's the tradition of men. Because I know the Lord blessed me to see. I know he has. And it's not by my, my power, not by my might, but it's by his Holy Spirit. Like I said, I'm not that smart and I'm not that great. But he is, and he is through, uh, in me, he is. It's the wisdom of the Lord, not the wisdom of Rodney Pate. I'm not that smart. But I have to have a double portion. What about you? Do you need a double portion? Do you want a double portion? Is that a yes or a no or a amen or ouch? Do you want a double portion? Am I the only one online? Everybody sleep? Do you amen. want a double yes. portion? Yes, amen. Yes, amen. I want. Amen. You want a double portion? Then in the name amen. of Jesus Christ. According to your faith, be it done unto you. Because that's all that was, a faith walk. Elijah and Elisha. All of it was a faith walk, just like the disciples. When Jesus went up and, and they watched him go up. Amen. Uh, that's what Elijah and Elijah was. Elisha watched Elijah will go up. The 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 the, the apostles and the, uh, the five hundred watched Jesus went up, and the cost man watched them go went up. Jesus' mantle fell on the day of Pentecost, which was the Holy Spirit of the Living God, and they was able to preach Christ with power and clarity. They was preaching the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. His death, burial, and resurrection, and men was being, being uh, was, was being added to the church. Three thousand one day, five thousand a few days later. Where's that anointing? It's the same God, same Jesus, same Holy Spirit. Look in the mirror and you will find that anointing. Somebody said the anointing is in me. The anointing is in me. The anointing in me. That's right. It is in you. You don't have to look for a superman. Jesus is already him and beyond the superman. Your superhero is Christ and his Holy Spirit. who lives, abide, and reside in you. Wherever you are, saints of God, God is. Somebody say, Lord, give me a double dose of your Holy Spirit. I need a double portion. We need a double portion. I need a double portion. I need a, Lord, baptize me in a double portion. Give me a refreshing in a double portion. I don't want the same thing. I want greater. I want greater. I got to have it. Because my warfare is real. And I want to get to heaven. And I got to press toward the mark of my high calling. It's a pressing way. That means there's opposition that is coming against me. It is an opposition. I need a double portion. Hallelujah. Ain't no time for pancaking and, 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 and hopscotching in the gospel. We're not kids. This means war. We need a double portion. You saw what all Elijah went through. That warfare was real. But the difference is our warfare is invisible, but it's real. Don't you know that the enemy is sending a legion at one person? Ask Jesus when he dealt with that legion in one man. 12,000 or more devils in one person. A legion. 
And it says, these things that I do, you shall do also in greater works than these. Shall you do, cause I go to the Father. That means that he's done giving you legion power now. Walk in it because your warfare is real. You have legion power because who can whoop the Holy Ghost? Don't the Holy Ghost live in you? So are you trembling? The Holy Ghost have way more than legion power, and he lives in you. Who can whoop the Holy Ghost? This is this outer shell that's beginning to tremble and get to thinking outside the box. You better think inside of God's box and let God out the box. And throw your little finite mind away and think with the mind of Christ. That's why he said, let his mind be in you so that you can receive a double portion upon a double portion, upon a double portion, upon a double portion, upon a double portion. Because even as John said in St. John 4, and, and I'm closing here, even as St. John said uh, uh, in, in St. John 4 and, no, 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 3, yeah, 3 and 34. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You're so good. He just brings it back to you, your remembrance. And I'm closing here. He said this here, for whom, for he whom God has sent speaketh the word of God. Now he's sending us, you and I, and we speak the word of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. We make the body of Christ. God did not give a spirit, a limited supply of his spirit to Christ. Therefore, God did not give uh, a spirit by measure unto us. It's unlimited measure of God's Holy Spirit to operate and flow through each and every one of us and everyone under the sound of my voice. If ye only believe, receive ye a double portion of God's Holy Spirit now in the name and by the blood of Jesus. You receive it and it's by faith, and it's not by failure. You may not felt like you got it, but just receive it. This is a faith walk. It is not a feeling walk. You're not going to always feel a zip-zap and a boom. This is a faith walk, a faith walk, a faith walk, a now faith walk, because if it's not now, it's simply not faith. Do you receive it now? Amen. If you got faith now, you receive it now. Receive ye a double portion of God's Holy Spirit now. Amen. Make Jesus smile. Make Jesus blush. Because you're receiving his Holy Spirit, a double portion of it, a refreshing of him in the name of Jesus. Receive a double portion. You're going to need it. You're going to need a double portion daily because of the warfare we are in for this end time. Because Satan don't want you to win souls. He wants you caught up on things and, and, and money and and, and, and you take care of God's business, he's going to take care of yours. I'm a living witness. You take care of God's business, he's going to take care of your business. Not your business, but your business. And that's for sure. Amen, saints. The floor is open for any comments, any questions.